Bada bing, bada motherfucking boom. And we're live. What's up, fuckers? My name is Chris. You know I'm Daniel. And uh, we're back at it again for another episode of Hanging On For Dear Life. Um, yeah, man, how's your week? Is that a spider on the ground? Is it? No, it's not a spider. I was going to say, I'll going? kill its ass. Um, it's good, man. It's really good. Um, I was in like a super grateful mood all day today. Like just like midday, it hit me. I was like, I'm super happy with my life. Like I'm yeah, super happy with where I'm at. I mean, look, like, you probably lost weight. I mean, not pro- you, you have lost weight, but yeah. it's probably because you lost weight. If I could fucking create a <laughs> sentence with the right subject I or mean, object, that's part of it. Like losing weight's been part of it, but really, it's like the the newfound obsession with like jujitsu. Like that's been like super fun exploring that new that new aspect of life and like training a martial art is just fun like the athletic aspect of it and like learning something new has been fun it's very humbling very humbling but it's super fun like i I, i'm loving how much there is to learn like there's so many different aspects to grow and learn in and then i'm also really happy with like my my job right now like it's it's not too difficult i have a lot of brain space outside of work so i can actually like do things that i want to do and not be like dead tired for it I've got great friends. You know, I've got a really awesome wife. Like, like my life's pretty freaking solid right when now. When do you hang out with your good friends? Because I'll be honest with you, we hang out a lot, and um, we have a majority of the same friend group. Yes. And to be fair, like, we're all kind of jerks. And we all kind of suck. No, you guys are all great people. <laughs> Don't get me started. Fishing. <laughs> <laughs> any, any bit. It. Um, that's good, man. Yeah, no, martial arts, I think that jujitsu is, like, one of those humbling things that – Whenever you get to do something new in general mm-hmm. and it's uncomfortable, you really have an opportunity because you're vulnerable, right? So you really have an opportunity to um, create whatever version of yourself in that space that you want to. Yep. And um, I think that, that that's when we start anything new, whether we start a job, whether we start you know um, a new hobby. And so... You know, I, I think that I, I, I relate to you and, you know, with jujitsu and understanding that like, hey, man, like it's also humbling. It's very rewarding. It's very difficult. Right. And, you know, the, the more training that I do and the harder it becomes, the easier everything else in my life gets. Oh, super. Like once you've had a, another grown man on top of you trying to strangle you. Everything else in life doesn't really seem like it's that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, you know, it's everything. Right. And I think that it's one of those things where it's it 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 increases your Mm self-confidence it increases again like your your ability to feel comfortable in almost every situation because a majority of the situations you find yourself in within jujitsu is not comfortable no (laughs) right so um you find a way to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations and so um very relatable i i mean i think maybe one of these times you know as we get further into our our jujitsu journey maybe we have an episode on on jujitsu i think just talking about kind of the impact that it has but it's already had I think I'll speak for myself a profound impact on my life and just how I perceive a lot of things. So yeah, absolutely. How's your week going? Good, man. Um, yeah, you know, uh, very similar. I mean, I don't want to, you know, echo too much of what you said, but I think you know a big aspect of that's been jujitsu. I think my body's still trying to figure out a way to recover the right way. <laughs> um, you know, every night after training, like I'm dead tired, but it's a difficult time sleeping. Um, Cause my body's still recovering and like there's little, you know, tweaks and, you know, aches and pains here and there. But overall, you know, again, I just love it. I look forward to it. I want to start incorporating, uh, normal weight training and yeah. like, you know, like normal training as well. I was actually just speaking with Nick about this today and, um, we're going to try to, you know, squeak in two or three days of, of training as well. So I think once I can kind of do that, that'll, 
also increase my ability to recover. Yep. Um, and then again, I'll, I'll start, you know, the goal is to be able to do jujitsu three nights a week and hopefully do like two classes, um, to really, you know, nail down what we're learning. Um, outside of that works good. Um, got some great opportunity this week. September was a rough month. Um, you know, I still have a few days left. Our month ends on Thursday. So, Mm -hmm. um, we'll see if I can, you know, find some magic. It's, you know, going to be a, uh, it's going to be a push for it, but at the yeah. end of the day, I have a lot of good stuff out there that October is looking good. So, um, overall, man, feeling really good, feeling blessed, humbled, you know, feeling good. Life's, life's, life's good, man. Life's good. Good. Uh, like to hear. Let's jump into, uh, football's picks. Um, let's football's jump into, picks. you know, last week, I don't think we need to go through every pick, right? But we just kind of talk about, you know, some surprises, I think. I think there were a lot of surprises. Um, Dude, week two was fucking nuts. Yeah, that whole week was crazy. That, that, <laughs> the entire week was wild. There's there's so many things that happened that I was like, this shouldn't have happened. So we'll <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get into that. Um, I think that, and then we'll, we'll 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 cover our picks for this week, and then we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll keep on moving here. So that was gross. Um, sorry, <laughs> sorry guys. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I think the irony of this is we um both came out of the week. At 500 for the season. Yep, we are both 16 and 16 both on the year. 16 and 16, right? Um, so yeah, let's. I mean, talk to me. What was your What was your biggest takeaway from week two? And then what was your biggest surprise? My biggest takeaway from week two is we don't know jack shit yet. Like about the whole league in general. Like it, there's so many teams that got hyped up to be one thing and have shown so far they're not that thing, or teams that were said to be garbage or terrible have played well. So it's like there there's there's so much to look at in the first two weeks. But I mean. Again, I really do think that first, that 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 fourth preseason game getting taken out, I think it's starting to really show the effects. Like it takes a couple of weeks for teams to really get their feet underneath them because mm-hmm. they haven't been prepping for game action as long. And you know, I, I think not having like that dress rehearsal game in week three where you play a whole half, if not three quarters, as a starter, you know, mm-hmm. it, I think it's I think it's showing. I think it's showing on the field with like some of the mistakes I've seen made and like, you know, some of the chemistry things with new guys and new places and. Um, so yeah, I think that's been playing out a lot. Yeah. I think, you know, I I think that it's very palpable in the chemistry, right. in the timing and, you know, people not being on the same pages, but I think that, you know, we're seeing a lot of like these weird little like nicks and bruises, like these nicks injuries, like for instance, like Michael Pittman, like hurts himself in practice, right. Nothing crazy as far as we, as we know, but like unexpected, right. Mm -hmm. All these players, I mean that, that are having these little, injuries that are really i I think a like more conditioning right and repetitive stress injuries Mm -hmm. that i think um you go from moving you know two and a half miles per hour to trying to move 100 miles per hour mom's calling me she can wait (laughs) um love you mom but yeah i I think that's something that I, i i agree i think my biggest takeaway from the season so far is the lions are for real mm-hmm um trevor lawrence can play in the nfl yep and Man, he looked good on Sunday. Yeah, Sorry, I'm still not. I'm not. Still, I'm not sold still. And Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Like bad I think dude. those are some of my biggest takeaways, right? Um, and I, I think the thing that you know surprised me the most is, besides Trevor Lawrence, I think. No, it's really Trevor Lawrence. It surprised me the most, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I, I actually watched that game because it was on in the ten o'clock slot and. Obviously, I want to watch Atlanta play, so I was watching watching the Colts and, and Jags game just to kind of take a look. And my biggest takeaway from that game in general, Colts that that whole roster, Garbo, 
trash. That's a bad team. Like, like the whole point of Matt Ryan leaving going to the Colts was better offensive line, better protection, all that stuff. He has not had better protection. He's been getting hit just as much there yeah. as he was in Atlanta, and it's just kind of crazy to watch. Um, Sorry, Pat. And then um, what's his uh, – Trevor Lawrence looked good, man. Like he – they definitely had a game plan going into that that game that was, that was well-suited for the Colts. They knew what they wanted to do. They knew how to attack it. And you could tell that it was programmed into Lawrence. He knew where to go, where to find his reads, where to look for it. And I think – that that's part of the maturation process in the NFL, right? For young quarterbacks, is stick to the game plan. Yeah. You can't just do what you're good at. You have to find the game the game plan that works against the team you're playing. And I mean, they exploited the Colts all over the field when they were on offense, and then even when they weren't passing the ball when they were running the football, the Jags were punching the Colts in the mouth. And I mean, just uprooting them at the line of scrimmage, pushing that line back a yard and a half, two yards. Running backs were getting huge holes to run through. Like it was. Really a great coaching performance by the, the Jags. I think they prepared really, really well. So I'm very curious to see how they look moving forward. Yeah, and I think that's something that we, we don't want to just brush over, right? I think that um, there's a very clear difference in coaching, right? I mean, obviously, look, I'm a big Urban Meyer fan, unfortunately. Um, I'm, I'm an Ohio State Urban Meyer fan. You know, um, he has a great book out, and I think I've alluded to it in another one of our, one of our episodes here. But... There's a very clear – it's clear that there's levels to coaching in the NFL. Just like there's levels to playing in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think you're right. I think the game plan was executed flawlessly. But I also think that the coaching staff understands their strengths, understands their weaknesses, understands who they have behind center, and is, is creating and developing a game plan, creating and developing a strategy that – really puts all of those people in the best positions to be successful. Yeah. And um, it's clear, right? And, and I, I, I hear what you're saying about, you know, about Indy's team. I, I do still think, again, they're still, they're still trying to figure out some chemistries. They're still trying to figure out their stride. Um, but it's very unfortunate, right? Because they are playing pretty poorly. Uh, and it's a bummer for Matt Ryan. Yeah. You know, especially with Michael Pittman out. I mean, you're already seeing some of these injuries, and I, and I hope that they figure it out. I think they're well coached enough that they can figure it out. That's where I'll disagree. I think Frank Reich's a terrible coach. Okay. Watching that team play, two weeks in a row they've looked unprepared. Okay. And that's what it looks like to me, at least, when I watch the games. They, they look unprepared to play football. I mean, I hear what you're saying, right? And, again, that's I think that has a lot to do with like, – you can come up with the, the best game plan, right? But are your yeah. players prepared? Are your players sure. going to come out and perform, right? And, like – I think that this is like that that whole conversation, right? Coach versus player, um, I think is a whole other episode that we could yep. eventually have, and I and I actually enjoy having that conversation because I really do feel that there is a fine line, right? And I, and this happened a lot when you there, there was a time in the NFL where coaches were getting fired after like three Just or four left games and left and right. and right, and at some point, like again, you could be the best coach in the world, but if your players don't go out there and perform, like where do you where do you land the onus, right? So that's a whole different mm-hmm. conversation, but you know. And again, maybe I, I could be wrong here, but Frank was there last year, right? Yep. Okay. So he's a good coach, right? Maybe he's not coaching well. And I, and I think that he's shown very, again, he took a team last year that was arguably less talented mm-hmm. than the roster they have right now. And, you know, lost to the Jags in, in week 18, right? But again, that, that's a, the coach versus player dilemma, right? Yeah. Um, I think they're a well-coached team. I think they got the talent. I think they just need to figure it out. 
right? Yeah, like I think fair. that the the management, I think that 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 you know that front office needs to dive in and figure out what's going on. Yeah. Um, I think Matt Ryan really needs to step up. This is an opportunity for him to own that locker room and say, "Hey guys, what the fuck's going on?" Yeah. Right. We're a good enough football team. You guys, you know, we made some great moves in the off season, and you guys were this close to playoffs last year. There's no reason that we should be owned to right now. Yeah, well, oh one, oh one and one. I mean, oh and two. They should have lost that other game as well. Yeah, <clears throat> but you're right. And so again, I, I, I'm still holding out for the Colts. I think they have a great opportunity to go on a run, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not impressed. No, nope, neither am I. There, there's a couple of teams that have been kind of not flops, but not really looking all that great. Um, but again, I think we touched on it in our, in our first episode about the NFL season coming up. A lot of new faces, a lot of new places, and I think the teams. Bars. The teams that you're seeing do well are the teams that had chemistry already, sure. like teams that were already put together. They didn't change a whole lot, and so they, they relatively look the same. Well, shit, man. But then you're looking at like Cincinnati, and then you're looking at Los Angeles. But if you if you do look at Cincinnati, they they did change a lot in their offensive line, and what's the weak spot of the team right now? Yeah, but their the offensive weak spot line last year was the offensive line. Sure, but what I'm saying is the chemistry is definitely not there. Like watching them play together, like that O line doesn't. They're not making the right calls. Dude, the defense they're not looks making terrible. the right pickups. Like, I wouldn't say that. I, I, I'm Joe Burrow's not throwing the ball well. He's not making great decisions. And sure, I mean, if you're rushed all the time, but again, he was rushed every single down last year. And yeah. He made the right decisions, right? Those wide receivers were out there making plays. Like, yeah. I, I again, not a lot of changes were made on the Cincinnati roster except for that one area where they needed improvement. And statistically, and, and on paper, they have better players there, mm-hmm. and they're playing worse football. Well, that's all, that's all I'm alluding back to the chemistry thing. I think yeah. their chemistry is definitely not there yet. Like, because I think offensive lines one of those spots in in football that people just go, oh yeah, just pick a better player there and it'll be fine. And it's like, no, there's still a lot of chemistry and who sure. to pick up, where to pass off. You know, if I if we're if we're run blocking together, you know, if we're duoing on a on a tackle, when do I shift to the backer? You know, what's the timing on that? So yeah. I think a lot of those things are just out of sync for the Bengals. And I think the other poor thing for the Bengals is that they they, paid, they played the two best pass rushers in the NFL back-to-back. Sure. They played T.J. Watt and then Micah Parsons in two back-to-back weeks, and your your weakest position or the, the spot in your team that you have the most area of improvement is your O-line, and they got tested early. Sure. So like, I think that's I, also part of it. You can't argue that, right? Like I yeah. think that you know that's, that's a very good point. Um, you know, they have – who do they have this week? I forgot who they have this week. Uh, I wrote it down. They have the Jets. They have the Jets this week. So look. you need to bounce back here. Yeah, man. Um, Sorry, Derek. Yeah, and look, I hear you, man. But hot pick. I mean, hot take. I actually had the Jets winning that game, which we'll get into. Sure. I think they're going to carry the momentum from last week, and they're going to show up. Yeah. Um, but Cincinnati has to show up. Right? Has like, to have a choice. Um, so that's going to be a good game to watch, I think. I think it'll be fun. Uh, but before we get into it, right, like, I'm not impressed with them, right? And they didn't make a lot of changes besides in the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look at the Rams as well. I mean, not super impressed with the way that they're playing, right? And they didn't make a lot of changes. Um, and so there are a handful of teams that didn't make a lot of changes that just aren't playing well, right? I mean, New England, they didn't make a lot of changes, and they're not playing as well as they played last year. I think that's uh, New England's problem, though, is they didn't, add, they didn't add anything to an already okay roster. Yeah. And I think a lot of teams in their division, namely the Bills and the, and the Dolphins, made a lot of moves to get better. Yeah. And you have the Jets, who I still think are a few pieces away from being competitors. They've been building the right pieces. Like they've been sure. drafting pretty well. They've been drafting guys that have played well. They've brought in like key veterans that weren't a whole lot of money. So I think that they've done a lot of good things to so put they together. Got some bargains is what you're saying. They, exactly. they got some bargain shops. They sure did. I love that. They didn't get the Dr. Pepper, but they got Mr. Pibb for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they got the Shasta Cola. They got the Shasta. <laughs> I love that. Uh yeah, man. So I mean 
again, I, oh man, really rough week for me as a Raider fan. Um, say that again. That was tough. It was a really rough week for me as a Raider fan. Should I say it one more time? It was really a rough week for any of us Raider fans. Man, I can't even tell you. Listen, I watched the first half in my bed just chilling. I was like, man, this is the most boring game ever. I was like, the Cardinals suck. Mm-hmm. And then I come out here and start wa- – I come out into my living room and I start watching the game again. And next thing you know, I'm like, what is happening? Like, all of a sudden, it's like we forgot how to play football. We're like, we yeah. play the football? We play football? <laughs> and – you teach me to football um god man it was demoralizing to watch i'm like this close to never being a raider fan again oh stop it um, you can't just not be a fan of your team once it gets you tough. know hey look i've seen people do it i, I know it's possible L- it's possible but that makes you that makes you a coward listen man i, I've I stood strong through. oh stop it for the last 20 years all right and what do we have to show for it three playoff appearances Look, if I could stand through my team with a twenty-eight to three blowout, come. But you were in the Super Bowl. It still, happened in the Super Bowl. Well, we had the Super Bowl. We had it in our hands, and then we decided to just jerk it out of our hands. We'll talk anyways. about jerking <laughs> off other things. Um, anyways, all jokes aside. Yeah, man. Again, we got a lot of the right pieces. We yeah. just ain't playing good football. I don't think yeah. we're poorly coached. I don't think it's anything. I think it's the players, right? I think the players yeah. got to go out there and they got to say, "Hey, look, guys, we got to play for twelve fucking. We got to play for sixty minutes. Yep. Right. We got to play." football like we're behind every single play yeah and it's just yeah man it's fucking it's tough yeah but hey my surrogate team showed up last weekend <laughs> go lions come on man come See, on man. dan campbell we got motor city dan campbell <laughs> yeah that guy's that guy's fucking crazy i love that guy mcbc I, baby i love that man i will say as a falcons fan uh Originally, I was pretty upset after that game was over because I was pretty pissed that we didn't win the game. We had another chance. We had another chance to do it, but after like some calm down period and just kind of looking at the first two games, Did you go back and watch the film. Well, I can't. I didn't do that. Because I don't have access to do that. But <laughs> just kind of replaying moments in my head and watching highlights. But you know, the Falcons are about three plays away from being two and zero right now. About three plays. There's three. There's three plays that fucked us. That if we didn't make those three mistakes. We're three and zero, or two and zero. Sorry, two and zero. Wow, man, you guys already, yeah, got, right. you, already you guys, you guys, those three <laughs> plays did so good that you win next week already. But we two, we're two and zero against two quality teams, right? The Saints and the and and the Rams, which roster wise, both quality teams. You know, we 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 fumbled the bag against the Saints, but then we almost came back and made the Rams fumble the bag. I mean, like there was a lot of really like good plays at the end of that game to be proud of and be excited about, and. I think this team's only going to get better. I think there's a lot of good young pieces in place. Mm-hmm. It's just about development for us. I think I think we have the right guys in the right spots to be successful. Um, the that that kind of the time clock I have in my head is that Mariota's got till like week seven. Who do you guys to, have behind him? Ritter. We drafted him in the third round. He's supposed to be like a kind of like the option if, if Mariota doesn't pan out and just see if he see if he pans out himself. Because my thing with Mariota is that ultimately speaking two of his decisions have lost us football games or two of his, his play moments, right? Fumbling the snap when we were trying to drive and kill the clock, that, that's what, that, that ultimately cost us the game. And then two, throwing that pick against Ramsey, again, ultimately that cost us the game. Fucking great play by Ramsey. Amazing though, play. Like, God, no, no Ra- Ramsey, Ramsey made the play. Like, he went up and he did what the best what, corner in football should do. 95% of corners don't make that play. Exactly. So, so, he, he did what he's supposed to do. But, again, as a quarterback – I have to understand that's Ramsey. There's no fucking way the ball's even going near that. 
I'm going somewhere else. And you had, I'm just going to get to this real quick. We had Drake London on the right side, 1v1. And Drake London was balling out that game. He was he was showing up. I know he's a rookie. I know he hasn't had like a game-winning play in the NFL yet. That could have been it. That could have been his it. chance to show himself. But either way, happy overall with the first two games. We we don't have that much talent on the roster, but they've played well. They've, they've, they're well coached. I think Arthur Smith's got a good plan in place. So I'm curious to see how the weeks moving forward go. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm going to play a slight devil's advocate on that on that play specifically. Sure. Not saying that the ball, like, I, I guess the devil's advocate that I want to play is I think the decision was the right decision. I think it was a bad ball, right? Because yeah. I think you throw that ball chest high or lower, catches it, scores, game's over. Because sure. Ramsey's behind him, it's on his back, right? Like. The position was there. I think that's the right decision. I didn't see the play. I don't know what was going on with Drake London. If he was one-on-one, I, I don't know the coverage. But what I do know is based on the coverage that was happening where Ramsey was, you throw that ball low and you yeah. throw that ball to the chest. Where, well, where, and, and to be fair, Mer- Merida was getting hit. Yeah. Like As he was letting the ball go, there was a D lineman in his lap as he let it go, which typically, you know, you know as a former mm-hmm. quarterback, when you get hit as you're throwing, the ball tends to yeah. sail a bit. So I, I have no doubt that he meant to put it on a line and put it on his chest. But, I mean, it's just it's one of those things that on a game-winning play, if I have one-on-ones elsewhere, I'm not going to test our best player. It's fair. Like I said, I mean, I, I hear that. Um, definitely get it. Cool. Let's jump into picks this week. Sure. Um, unless there's anything else from the season that you want to talk about. Not really. Not um, besides the Raiders sucking. Um, so. Oh boy! <laughs> God, man, I just I'm so worked up. I, I can imagine. There I was mean, a play that was 21 seconds. Kyler Murray held onto the ball for 21 seconds. Now, just to put this in perspective for our listeners that don't really know football, the average play in football four and a half seconds. Mm-hmm. Right. So, the average play in football. So let's just say four and a half seconds. Let's say it's a 99 yard touchdown run. He went about four and a half times. You're probably (laughs) looking at like the length of that play probably being about eight to 10 seconds. So you're saying two times the amount of time for like the longest possible play to score. (sighs) That's how long it took him. And I don't know what the fuck's happening with Chandler Jones, man, but this dude playing with no sense of urgency. None. There hasn't been like a single quarterback pressure since week. No, no. Since he started with the Raiders, no single quarterback pressure, no sack, no quarterback hits. And you would think, like, you're playing your former team. You know this guy. And. Like, get out there and fucking show up. Um, 21 fucking seconds, man. Man, that's about how long I last in bed, and I thought that was a good time. <laughs> and we're out here saying, God, man, now I got to at least last. I got to either, like, enhance my game to be, like, 28 seconds. So, at least that way, like, if not, man, I'm just as long as fucking Kyler Murray can run around with the football. That's about how long I can last. Oh, boy. The whole time, man, I'm going to be like – all right, you got to beat Kyler Murray. You gotta <laughs> Kyler Murray. I got to beat him. I got to beat him. I got to beat him. Oh, oh damn it. I lost again. Give me six hours and we're going to go again. No, I'm just kidding. I could probably, you know, two and a half hours. Anyways. All right. <laughs> Pittsburgh, Cleveland is the first game that I have. Is that the yep. first game you have? All right. Thursday night. Um, I have Cleveland winning this football game. Um, they need to come back and they need to show up and they need to play football. They just came off a bad loss to the Jets. I, I agree with this. I have the same pick. I have Cleveland winning this game. Mostly because they had the Jets game in the bag and they had one of those freak endings that rarely ever happens. An onside Hap- kick. 
happen to lose that game. But I mean, again, like the way all the sequences that played yeah, out had to the, happen. Like, the hardest thing, like statistically, yeah. is an onside kick yeah, nowadays. Absolutely. You can't you can't run up to the ball. Like they're so challenging. It's like what? What's the like probably like, what? 12%? Oh, it's like it's less than that. It's like in the single. It's in single digits. That's I know that for crazy. sure. Crazy. But either way, like they had one of those really wacky like end of game scenarios. Happen to lose the game. But again, the, kudos to the Jets for executing. Right? Show up, baby. They showed up and executed even down to the last they whistle of the game. So, but I think I think Pittsburgh they can't move the ball. They their offense looks just stupid on the field. You know, I know Trubisky's. I know. Terrible. Oh, it's so bad. And I I think everyone's clamoring for Kenny Pickett to come in and play, and it's like, no, you protect him. Yeah, don't put him you, in. You let you let Trubisky get his shit rocked all season. That's what I'm saying. Don't put him in. You let that offensive line is terrible. Well, because you, you don't want a David Carr situation when he went to Houston. The reason he didn't pan out as an NFL quarterback is because for the first three or four years of his career, he just got beat the fuck up back there. So it's like, let Kenny pick his it where he's safe. He's safe on the sidelines. Safe. Nobody can hurt him. Can, Nobody can, can hit him. He can learn to play. Yep, he can figure out the play calling style, get used to it. Get him. Get let, him, let him wear his helmet. Let the fucking, fucking the, let, the let Trubisky let Trubisky die. Yeah, <laughs> if he Listen, if he dies, he dies. That's what I'm saying, right? You know, look, if you guys want to get Kenny Pickett in like the game time scenario, have him wear a helmet on the sidelines just to get yeah. the fucking play call. Fucking for real, but yeah. So I got Cleveland winning that game. I just I, I think they need to win for sure. Um, yes. I think it's important for them. Uh, next game on the docket for me was Houston at Chicago. Okay, I gotta find that on my list here. I have right. Chicago winning that game. I think they've looked good. I think they've they've they looked good against the Packers. They got they got outmanned in terms of like overall roster talent. I don't think they played a bad game. Mm-hmm. I think they played a good game. I think at the end of the day, like we were just talking about, I think the Packer players just executed better than the Bears players did. And I think they overall had better players. I think the Packers were smart. They used that two back set with Jones and Dylan and that was just unfucking stoppable. And then uh but again, I think Justin Fields is playing better football. He's getting better. You can see the progression in his game. Sure. Montgomery ran the ball like a beast last night against a good defense, and Terrible Houston's defense line. is not that good. Yeah. So I think I think Chicago at home wins this game. I don't think it's a big blowout, but I think it's a solid win for them. Cool. I disagree with you. I okay. think Houston <laughs> wins this football game. Um, I think Houston's also gotten better every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you know they got a young quarterback in there that they believe in. Yeah. Right. I mean, they didn't go out and they didn't make any moves, right? They could have picked up Baker. They could have done a lot of things mm-hmm. that they didn't do because they said, hey, David Mills, we trust you. I want you to go out there and fucking ball out, right? Like, and, and as a quarterback, in knowing that you're that this team's all in on you. That's huge. It's huge, man. You have all the confidence in the world, right? Um, I think that, you know, they're just getting better every day. I, I, I didn't really watch their game a lot, right? But I do know that they're playing a lot of close games for teams that they really probably shouldn't be playing close games with. Um. Yeah. So I like Houston in this one. Okay. I mean, I can see it. I, I'm not saying like Chicago's got the door closed on this one, but yeah. I, I, I can see it. Next game I got in the docket is Las Vegas at Tennessee. So the Raiders against the Titans. Um, I'm gonna give the Raiders one more fucking pick, and if they fuck this up, Chris, I'm not picking the rest of the Listen, season. Listen, me neither. <laughs> I'm burning all my Raider jerseys, and I'm gonna fucking also burn Nick's Bronco jerseys as ceremonial, <laughs> and we're all picking new teams. What do fingers ever do to deserve this? I don't know. Sorry, fingers. <laughs> but no, so I I got the Raiders winning this game again. I think the roster is more talented. Motherfucker, I think I think they're a good team. I think the only issue they run into is that Vrabel can get his players to play. You know, and they're coming off a really big ass whooping that the Bills just gave them, so they're going to be motivated to play well. But I got the Raiders winning this game. I think they're a better football team. I think they have they have good coaching, good quarterback play, weapons everywhere. I think they win that game. 
They better fucking win that game. That's all I got to say. All right, let's jump on to the next one. <laughs> I got Kansas City at Indianapolis. I think this game's a fucking blowout. I think the Chiefs just go in there and big dick the Colts all over the field. Yeah. If the Colts show up and this is the week they start playing football, I would just say, what? Like, you guys had two easy games ahead of you. You could be 3-0 and right now, but here we are. But anyways, that, but that's the, NFL that's the fucking you. NFL for you, dude. Like, Have you noticed there's been a lot of divisional games to open up the season this year? I feel like that doesn't normally happen when there's so many divisional games out the gates. Like, because if you think about the Colts, they played the Texans and the Jags. That's two divisional games just right away. Mm-hmm. That's weird. It's a little weird. Yeah, I mean, and the Raiders play the the Chargers, mm-hmm. and then Kansas City played Denver. No, yep. no, uh, Kansas City played the Chargers last week. Yeah, so I mean, and then we play Denver in two weeks. So. That that seems more normal though. Like playing like your divisional games, like, like you know, three four to four five. weeks in the season makes sense to me. But like, honestly, I. I don't like opening the season against divisional opponents. I think that's kind of weird. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of that one. Yeah, I guess I've never really paid too much attention to it. But anyways, um, in that game, KC, I got him blowing the shit out of the out of the out of the Colts. Yes, sir. No, uh, no, <laughs> no, uh, no arguments here. And then we got, and it, what I think is a very interesting game: Buffalo at Miami. And the reason why I say that game is interesting: the Buffalo looks unfucking stoppable. They look yeah. like they are just a well-oiled machine that you're not going to stop. This city has bought so hard into Josh Allen, yeah. and he has bought back into them. Like, Love it. Like, it's just a great relationship between a star player and the city, the team in the city, and it's like, it's kind of one of those things that, like, if the Bills win the Super Bowl this year, I'd be so happy for them as, like, a city, as a franchise. Like, I, I would be happy for them because, like, the, the connection is all there. I like it. That means so. they'd have to beat the Raiders, and we don't like that. Well, I mean, right now it looks like they would. Well, here we go. <laughs> so, anyways, um, but Miami has played some good football. They beat a well-coached Patriots team, and then they went out and came back against the Ravens when they arguably have one of the best players in the league in Lamar Jackson. That's bad coaching. And and it was really bad coaching and really, really just blown assignments by the defense. I mean, like, fucking busted. How do you let Tyreek? Twice. 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 Happened twice. Twice. So, but I think that's a very interesting game, a better defense for Miami to test himself. I think if you're Miami, you really use this game as a measuring stick. Even if this game is close down the stretch – that I mean, I know there's no moral victories in football, but like that's that's huge being able to compete with the Buffalo team. So, but I got Buffalo winning the game. I don't think the game's even close. Really? I think Buffalo goes in there and says, "Listen, guys, you guys are fucking posers. You're a little brother for a reason. Um, <laughs> fucking posers, right? Like, I. But with that, like, look, don't get me wrong. Like, I think Miami's playing good football. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I actually picked them the last couple weeks, right, to to win football games. But I think the Bills are just too fucking good. Yeah, absolutely. All around. And again, I, I think that Miami plays a real team. Yeah. Right. But Baltimore's good, but they're very one-dimensional right now. Yeah. They got Lamar and Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It depends on running back Lamar, and they have quarterback Lamar. Um, Both are equally scary. Yeah. No, man. I, I think that the Bills fucking go in there and make make them like clean their shoes. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, I I think Buffalo wins a game, but I do think it's a close game. I think it's a close affair. Um, so next game I got is Detroit at Minnesota. So for this game, I did take Minnesota to bounce back. Oh my God. I, I think steak. DC, I, MCDC, baby. Okay. That's fine. But I, I think Minnesota bounces back again. I, I just, I think it's a better team overall. No knock to Dan Campbell. Cause again, if you want to talk about coaches that are here to stay, Come I think on, he's man. here to stay. Like he's, Come on, man. he, he's proven to the brass. He's proven to the city that his players are going to fucking play for him. Like, they're going to run through a brick wall for that man. They'll flip over cars. They don't Come on, fuck. man. And so I, I think that overall the motivation's there. I think the lines are still maybe a year or two away from being, like, 
real serious competitors. But as soon as they get like the rest of the roster pieces in place, that's a team to watch out for with Dan Campbell at the helm. So, but overall, I think Minnesota wins this game. I think Justin Jefferson was frustrated on on Monday Night Football. I think Kirk looked frustrated. He, I, I think Cook fucking points. For Cook him. looked frustrated. The whole defense looked confused. I think they retighten focus. They get back to it, and I think they they beat Detroit this week. Well, sir, we've come at an impasse here. That's a couple of disagreements this week so um, far. I like it. Well, yeah, now we're into the season. Now we got a little bit of, you know, juice to, to, to pick from. Mm-hmm. Um, no, man, I'm fucking – I'm high on the Lions right now, dude. They played so good on Sunday in all in all phases of football, right? Special teams, defense, like offense. Like Jared Goff looked like he controlled the offense. He looked like he knew what he was doing. He looked like – it was – this is outstanding to play, man. Amon Ra is a fucking animal. He, so I've been saying this since he was at USC. Like he, he's a stud. He's yeah, a man. good ball player. Dude, outstanding. So look, Detroit's fucking up here right now. You have Dan Campbell. You have the energy. Um, they're they're riding high, man. I think they come out and they. I'm not. I don't want to like say it's going to be a blowout or anything, but I come out. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna punch Minnesota in the fucking mouth. And depending on and it's gonna be really up to Minnesota on how they respond. They can respond the right way, right? I think it's. I think. I think. Detroit goes up early. I think mm-hmm. they force a couple of mistakes from Minnesota. I think they come out there with the most energy. And they're going to absolutely, like, again, they're going to bring it to them. They're going to try to knock dicks in the fucking dirt. Yeah. And if Minnesota, Minnesota can either respond, right, which they, they have the talent. They should beat that team. Yeah. Or fold. Or they're going to fold. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's going to be interesting to see them. I'm excited for that game. And Swift looks good. Bruh, did you see Swift the catch? Looks- did you see the, the catch that was, like, pretty much he caught it, rolled, and got up and fucking was like, see you later, alligators. He's so fast. Like, he's so fast. Um, and, but, yeah, Detroit's a cool story. I really enjoy that team. Like, again, another team, if they're successful this year, I'd be happy to see it. Like, they're, like, My surrogate favorite team. So I, I Come on, man. It. But, cool. Um, different opinions there, but I, I think that'd be a fun game to watch, mm-hmm. I think, for sure. Um, so we got Baltimore at New England next on my, my list here. Um, I got Baltimore in this game. New England's offense has looked really bad in the first couple of weeks, like Mac Jones has not been able to move the football effectively. So um, and I think that Lamar again, poses that unique threat that he is not only their quarterback, he's also the fastest player on the field at Dude, any given moment. He was one moment. of the leading rushers last week. Yeah. He's, he's just, <laughs> he's, he's so dynamic. He's gotten so much better from the pocket. Like he, oh, can, yeah. he'll stand back there. He'll stand back there. He'll look. And if he doesn't like it, he's like, mm, okay, I'm, I'm gone. And then he takes off. And so it's, he's, he's become, what like Michael Vick should have been? Could have been. I don't want to say should, should have been, but could have been. He's he's what Michael Vick could have been. Same kind of athleticism, huge arm. He's dialed in that arm, made it accurate. He's good at reading defenses now, and he can move like that. Like he's a he's a true franchise player, and I love watching him play. He's exciting. You know he doesn't have a contract, right? I know. If I'm Baltimore, I'll give him whatever the fuck he wants. After these first two weeks, you can have – you tell me dude, what contract him, you want. It's like almost like, look, dude, like I'm not going to play next week unless you guys give me some money because the yeah. way I'm playing is I'm – like I was – But Lamar's a I gamer. Was, I know. I, he, but <laughs> the thing is, is like I think, again, he was within the top five rushers last week. Mm-hmm. And he threw for three or four touchdowns. Yep. Like I'm saying, look, if I'm going to rush for over 100 yards – and throw you four touchdowns, I'm very likely to get hurt in the next couple weeks just because the way I play ball. <laughs> yeah. I need my money, and I need it now. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. It's a, my that's money, <laughs> and I need it now. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, ultimately, I got Baltimore winning that game. I think they're just on a hot streak. They look good. Yeah, I don't think there's any debate there. Yeah. Um, cool. Cincinnati at the Jets. If you're Cincinnati, if any of you players happen to listen to our podcast, you better fucking win this week. Come on. 
I think if if Cincinnati loses this week, bury them. Zero and three, three bury three him. losses. Bury they might them. as well just go home. Pack it up. That season, the season's done for them. They're fucking over. So I <laughs> I just if you come out and lose to the Jets, done. You already lost to Cooper Rush and the and the Cowboys. You lost to a backup quarterback. He and good. For the first and end of the game, middle of the game, he looked kind of lost. But that, well, but I mean, but again, he did enough to win, right? So that's all you need to ask of your quarterback. But if you go out there and you fuck it up against the Jets, go home, done. <laughs> Blow the roster up, trade everybody, try again. So it's keep Joey cool. <laughs> keep Joey so that, cool. So that, I think Cincinnati does win the game, but it's a must win for them. Okay. Hot pick. Hot take. take. Are you taking the Jets on this one? Let's go Jets. <laughs> Flying high. Keep your receipts, motherfuckers. Because. <laughs> Um, <laughs> listen, the only reason I think the Jets win this game, uh, if they do, yeah. and again, I'm really picking this as to like kind of separator here. Sure. Momentum. I think that you come off a game like you did last. Again, you got to realize that there's, there's two very different energies right now in both these locker rooms. Yeah. One is we're like fucking coming down. Like what the fuck is happening? We're broken. Yeah. And there's this other team like, holy fucking shit, we won we the game. Won, we just won that game. Let's go. Keep <laughs> your fucking receipts. We got Gary Vee on his fucking Instagram live telling everybody to keep their fucking receipts. Like, Yo, Garrett Garrett Wilson is looking like he's a real deal. Yeah, man. Joe Flacco, man. He showed up. I mean, look. Look, he won a Super Bowl, so the guy's been there, done that. He, he, look, I'm just saying I would love to see it. More or less, like, again, if I was a betting man, I'm picking probably Cincinnati just because yeah. I'm – gonna pick the the right the right team to win but we're not betting here really and this isn't the grand scheme of things um jets momentum victory okay i can see it i mean i can see it happening i just think the cincinnati win needs this game um next game i got up on the docket is the eagles at the commanders good god does jalen hurts look good he is playing some phenomenal fucking football yeah. like he he's balling out of his mind right now mm-hmm. so excuse me Oh, that was funny, but <laughs> I burped you burped. Nah. Well, here's <laughs> but I, I got Philly winning this game. I think they're looking too good right now. That defense looked great on Monday night against a good offense in, in Minnesota. I think Jalen Hurts looked unfucking touchable. And I think they carry that momentum into a week against Washington where I think Washington is still trying to figure out who they are. And then the commanders aren't fully they set are in their Terry ways. McLaurin. Fucking throw Terry McLaurin Dude, the ball. I mean, I, if I if I'm the commanders, every other play is we're throwing the ball to Terry. That, that's it. But I, I think Philly wins this game. Yep. No argument there. I agree with you. I mean, I, I haven't been able to watch too much of the Philadelphia, like, play ball. Um, man, they look good but, on Monday. Yeah, man. I mean, they're playing good ball. Slay, Slay told Jefferson, hey, come here, little boy. You, you, you're going to talk to Daddy today. And he fucking locked him up. Oh, Daddy. Now, now he was much nicer about it in the post game, which I can respect. But uh, Sorry, I just wanted to make sure my mom wasn't dying. No, it's okay. She called earlier. That is so fair. Um and then, so next game, I got New Orleans at Carolina. New Orleans. And again, I'm going to give Carolina one more fucking chance to do the right thing here and win a football game. <laughs> <laughs> give them Come on, One Baker. more goddamn chance. You know what they probably need to do? Huh? They need to start filming some commercials in Carolina Stadium yeah. with Baker being home. <laughs> That's what it is. He doesn't feel like he's at home. Right. Right? How much more comfortable are you when you're at home? Way more comfortable. I'm way more comfortable, right? Like, I travel a lot naked when I'm at home. <laughs> but, yeah, I... I I think Carolina wins this game. I think I think Jameis had a very Jameis game last week. A lot of turnovers, a lot of bad decisions. And I think he does a character. He's such an odd duck, man. He's so fucking weird. When he's on He's a really he's, good guy though. Yeah, he's a really good guy. But when he's on on the football field, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But when he's off, oh God, sub him out. Put Stop somebody else. Put somebody else in. It's yeah. not working. 
Um, but anyways, I, I got Carolina win this game. I think Baker comes out motivated. I think he gets his team ready to play, gets his guys right, and they, they put some points up, win a ball game. Yeah, man, they need to. I mean, I, I agree with you. Baker, again, man, he's a he's a good energy to have, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that he's a, he's a baller. He's a gamer. And he makes everybody else around him play better. Um, I'd love to see Christian McCaffrey still in the lineup in week three. Come on, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, they got a lot of talent on that team. They just got to figure out how to get everybody on the right page. And I think that, yeah, I picked Carolina as well to win that game. Cool. Um, next game, I got Jacksonville at the Chargers. Um, I got the Chargers beating the shit out of the Jags in this game. Fucking and, better. And, and, I, and, again, it's no knock to the Jags. I think they're definitely playing better football this season with better coaching. I think Trevor Lawrence is maturing. But that Chargers defense is so good. Like there are so many playmakers on that side of the ball. I think on offense, even without Keenan Allen, if he if he goes down again with an injury, that offense is too good. There's too many playmakers. I, I think that they just, or if even even if Herbert's a little banged up, I think they just dick all over the Jags. I mean, if Herbert doesn't play, that's, that's a different issue, story. That's right? a way different story. But. Um, I don't know the seriousness of like his his injury. No, it's like ribs suck, dude. I remember when I was playing Pop Warner. Yeah, I got smacked in the ribs, dude, and I separated two ribs. Dude, I was fucking god awful. I mean, I was still able to play, but I couldn't throw the ball. Yeah, I was really young, so I couldn't throw the ball anyways. But <laughs> like, I wasn't gonna throw the ball anyways. But still, man, it was fucking. It was miserable. Still painful. Yeah. Who you um, I, I also picked the Chargers. I mean, look, Jacksonville did play better football. The only thing is, is like, I'm looking at how many points Kansas City gave up to the Chargers with yeah. a pretty banged up offense. And I look at what the Raiders defense did to that Chargers offense, which like also held them to pretty, you know, pretty low, like lower points than the Chiefs yeah. did. If Jacksonville plays fast yeah. and they play with heart, I mean, Trevor Lawrence protects the football. There could be an upset. Yeah. But it shouldn't happen. I have the Chargers going as well. Yep. Uh, next game I got is the Rams at the Cardinals. I actually have the Cardinals winning this game. Me too. The Rams have played some bad, bad, bad football. Like Kinda there was hurt me. <laughs> like there was no excuse to let Atlanta back in that game. Zero excuses. And you know, I granted Atlanta made all the right plays and we did all the right things to Look at take all your to, Atlanta gear. I just always did. You're sitting here talking about Atlanta. I'm like ATL. Oh, that's cool. Oh, fucking hat too. Sorry. Hey man, zero and two, zero and seventeen. I don't give a fuck. I wear this hat. I wear this shirt. It's my team. Uh, but yeah, more heart than me, the, my friend. The, the Rams, the Rams had no reason letting us back in that game, and it looked, and they just looked, they fell asleep. They don't look that focused this season. Mm-hmm. Even against Buffalo, they didn't look dialed in. And so I, I think it's going to be. I think Arizona's going to win that game. Because Arizona, I think, regained their mojo last week, especially in that second half. I'm sorry to say it, but I think they they, re- right. they regained the mojo. They regained that instinct that made them a good good team. So I think they go out and beat uh, the Rams this weekend. Well, here's the thing. I agree with you. I think it's a little early for us to definitively say they gained their mojo back. I think that the Raiders played poor football. Okay. I think we didn't. We they did. They didn't stay home. They didn't do their job. I mean, look, there was a couple big plays that we missed, right? So yeah. I know you talked earlier about like three plays or four plays in the the the, the Falcons are two and zero. Yeah. I I don't know the number for that, but there was a, like for instance last Sunday there was two really big plays that were made but then just didn't happen mm-hmm. that we win that football game. Right. And I think that there's like, look, like you take Kyler Murray's ability to be mobile in the pocket. We also win that game, even though we didn't play good football. So to say that Atlanta's, or excuse me, that um, Arizona's back, I think is hard to say now. That's the only thing I, I, I think they're going to win this football game. Yeah. Cause I think the Rams are playing poor football, but 
I still think that they're a team without an identity right now. Okay. I still think that they're a team that doesn't really know how they're going to win games because you cannot have Kyler Murray to d- d- do what he did last Sunday day in and day out. Yeah, you can't, it's just, you can't make that be the crux of your team. No, man. It's just not It's not replicable. It's not realistic, right? Because like a defensive coordinator could be like, cool, we'll just fucking make sure that we spy Kyler Murray every single time and we'll make you guys beat us somewhere else. Yep. And I think from what we've seen so far from the Cardinals, that can't happen. Their defense doesn't look great. I mean, don't get me wrong. They stepped up in the second half against us. But like again, like they don't look great. I mean, look what they gave up to Kansas City. I mean, Yeah, Kansas City walked all over him. And, again, that was a new offense. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You got Pat Mahomes. I mean, he's a fucking dog, but it's a new offense. So, anyways, I don't want to get on a tangent there, but I agree with you. <laughs> Arizona <laughs> does win that game. But uh, it's – it's. I think Arizona is still trying to figure out who they are. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, next game I got is Green Bay at Tampa. The old fart bowl. The, ar- the old fart bowl. The old um, fart bowl. I wrote that down because I've been wanting to say that. So I that that right there, the old fart bowl game. Yeah, <laughs> old fart bowl game. I got Green Bay winning this game, and I got him in a blowout. I don't think it's even close. I think Brady looks like dog shit. He uh, looks so bad. Come on. He looks bad. No. Yes, he does. No. He looks no, bad. He looks man. terrible. He does no. not look good. Doesn't look comfortable. Let's pull up the statistics real quick. Go ahead, please. He looks bad. Like Especially last weekend. Pull up the stats from this last weekend's game. He did okay, not okay. look good. Fingers. <laughs> All right, but I, I think I think Green Brady. Bay, I think Green Bay after that stumble in Week One, they found some stride against Chicago. I think using that two back set was really effective on their behalf. Rodgers is cool, calm, and collected as always, <clears throat> and the defense played well. And the Tampa doesn't have Julio or Mike Evans. So it's week he's uh, he's looking up stats, guys. So while Chris looks up stats, I will go on a solo rant about. How I love the Falcons, and it doesn't matter if we're zero and seventeen or seventeen and zero, baby. All right, enough. Rise up. Enough. Got it. Okay, here we go. Oh, geez, sorry guys. I'll, I'll I'll save you that. Um, did they played New Orleans last week. Yes. Okay. So he was eighteen for thirty-four, fifty-two <laughs> percent. That's cr- that's trash. I mean, garbage. One hundred ninety yards, and one touchdown. Garbage. Garbage. When your number one wide, your, your top two wide receivers are out. No, your number not. one wide receiver was gone for half the game, and now he's suspended. Sure, right? Like, I think that you know, you look and at the ball. He's still out this week, so that's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. Is like, they're, but, they're gonna they're gonna get fucking. But that's blown not up. what you're saying. You're saying Tom Brady's playing like dog shit, and I disagree. Okay. Um, I think that he's playing still good ball. I mean, he's putting the ball on a line. He's putting the ball where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. I think that he's missing a lot of the, the, the weapons that he's used to having. And don't get me wrong. He has like a handful of weapons that majority of the quarterbacks in the NFL don't have, Yeah, but he's throwing good balls. He's still making the right decisions. I think that if you watch last week's games, there was a lot of drops and a lot of miss routes. Sure. Miss routes, incorrect routes ran. Cause you sure. can tell based on where the ball was thrown. Well, I mean, same thing. Then we have to make that same argument for Matt Ryan, right, against the Jaguars. Like he didn't have any of his weapons. Sure. And when Not we talked about that game earlier, we talked about how bad Matt Ryan was playing. You, you, no, no, no. You you did say Matt Ryan played poorly. You you, you didn't no, no, mention no. that. No. Yes. We'll have, to, we'll have to go back and. Okay. I, don't think, I remember. I, I think I don't think Matt Ryan is playing poorly. I don't think he has a lot of the weapons that he's used yeah. to having, and I also think that he doesn't have the time that he needs to have. Sure. But nonetheless, I mean, statistically, if you look at probably Matt Ryan, 
side by side with Tom Brady. Oh, it's terrible. Matt, I think right? Matt Ryan's playing bad football anyways. I, I think it's not just the weapons or the line for Matt Ryan as well. Yeah. He doesn't make stupid reads. Like I'm watching him play the games and I'm like, why the fuck are you putting the ball there? Sure. And so it's like but again, I, I don't think Brady's playing that great this season. He doesn't look as locked in. He doesn't again he doesn't seem to have the killer T B twelve attitude I think that he normally some stuff does. Going on outside the field as well, but I sure. still think that he's playing better than 75% of the quarterbacks in the NFL. Sure. And again, that's not really like my point. I'm saying he's, he's playing dog shit by Brady standards. If we're looking at Tom Brady standards, he's playing terrible. Like 52. When was the last time Tom Brady threw 52% in a game? That's, that's bad for like an average quarterback. Like you want your quarterback at least at 60%. That's like, that's like the benchmark. Let's find out. So like, just kind of curious, but again, I think green Bay goes in there and handles that. I think they handle Tampa Bay. I think, I think it's a big win. Who you got? I also picked, Green Bay. I think Aaron Rodgers is playing good football right now. I think that – sorry, I'm looking at the stats here. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, Tom Brady. I mean, Green Bay – I'm so lost here. Hold on. Green Bay wins that football game. Aaron Rodgers is still a dog. And I just think that, again, Tampa Bay is missing too many pieces right now to be competitive in that game. Yeah. Um, next game I got is the 49ers against Denver. I actually picked the 49ers to win this game. I think with Jimmy G back, you got a stable quarterback. You got someone who knows the offense, knows Kyle Shanahan. Denver's played like crap the first two games. They look terrible. Bad coaching decisions, bad clock fingers? management. Oh, dude, terrible across, coaching. Just across the board. And again, I think the players are good. I think it's a good, a good team, right? But like, I think the coaching has just been really awful. And like, I will give Nathaniel Hackett a lot of credit in the terms of after. Hold on, before you get all fucking I'm shocky gonna, face. I'm gonna get really shocky face. You should give him no credit. I'm only gonna give him credit for taking the blame. Is that in one of his interviews, like like yes, this morning they were talking about it, and he goes, "Look, I have to manage the game better. I have to call plays faster. I have to make decisions faster, and I need to manage the clock better." So it's like at least I can give you that as a head coach, you're willing to at least own the mistakes. Because how many head coaches are like, oh, it's a process thing. we got to fix our process. Or we got to fix this. And so at least at least he's aware. I will give him that. Everything else, though, utter crap. Like, just terrible management. Too long to get the plays in. Like, just, just bad overall. And I, I think that that's going to lead to the 49ers coming in there being a well-oiled machine. Their shit's going. They're, it's the same coach they've had for a few seasons. They're back to the same quarterback. Still have all their weapons. The defense is still good. I think the 49ers win that game. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think um, I agree with your pick. Um, I think the 49ers win that game because Jimmy G's quarterback. Exactly. I think I, I think if um, Mr. Lance, I had to find his name. It was like really <laughs> far behind, like filed away in my brain. I had to pull it out and be like, oh, there he is. Uh, Mr. Lance, I, I just don't think he's the guy yet, right? I mean, he's still so young, making poor decisions. But I also don't want to fully credit him, right? Because I think that while I don't think he's there yet, I think that the coach, I think it's Kyle Shanahan, yeah. so, right? I think he's he's giving him a very condensed playbook, a very abbreviated play call. Because it was uh, a show, I was watching a little bit of that game, and just the balance of play call from when Trey Lance was in that game versus Jimmy G, it was like 80% run to 20% pass. And then as soon as G- Jimmy G came in, it was like a 50 50 split. And that just shows you that, like, hey, like, they're feeding this poor guy an abbreviated sense of playbook. And now, again, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Maybe that's all he can consume. Yeah. But then why is that your guy? Exactly. Right. So, nonetheless, I agree with you. I think San Francisco wins that game. Um, I think it's because Jimmy G's quarterback. Um, I'm trying to 
trying to find that game on here for some reason. Who are the no, fuck? I mean, I, I agree with you though. I, I, in the in the sense of that, I agree that because Jimmy G is quarterback, that that he's playing this weekend. They beat Denver. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't want to get into a Nathaniel Hackett um, uh, close here, but like, again, I think at, at the end of the day, like you have no choice other than to take onus, right? Yeah, I think it's very clear, right? Of I think that. Um, if you went out there and did anything else, it's career suicide. Like it's stupid, right? Like yeah. you, you, you lose your locker room, everything. So while sure, like it's nice that he took blame for it, but he had no other choice. Yeah. And I think that like, again, I think that he bit off more than he could chew. I don't know. Like he got the job and he probably shouldn't have. Right. I mean, I don't know the guy's history, but what I do know is that like, there's two, there's been like, again, the same thing happened twice, right? Like, Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Of course, no, and, and right, I and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to prove yeah. a point to you, right? Yeah. I guess that's, that's, um, I'm, I'm more or less just kind of talking in to, to nobody, or really just saying, like, hey, look, like, at what point do you say, hey, look, like, this isn't the right guy, right? So yeah. we talked earlier, like, coaches versus players. You have one of the best quarterbacks ever to play the game. You have a very talented roster. Mm-hmm. Your defense is always good, and you've had two weeks now where you had the opportunity to win the football game if you made the right call. And you blew it. And you just fucking sat there with your thumb up your ass. Well, again, I, I think that goes I'm back to our... I'm a little buzzed com- right now because I haven't eaten any okay. food, so I'm like, fuck. Well, I think it goes back to our <laughs> conversation before, right? Like, you got to give a head coach some time. Like, you can't just... I agree. You can't just burn him after two games. So, no, again, I, I That's where, again, I, that's where I say I give him credit for taking the Otis for that because, again, we've seen a lot of coaches have bad starts and still not take the blame sure so again like that's where i'm again i'm willing to at least give him another chance mm-hmm. see what he does see how he improves because he at least sat there and said that's on me and i can appreciate that yeah i guess my we got to give coaches time mm-hmm. but what are some of those like those absolute no-nos right those red flags that are like hey like oh he's throwing all the red flags so so it's Literally not like like hey like it's a system thing, right? Or, hey, like, we're working on... Like, what are, like, those those things that are buckets that are like, hey, you're not ready to be a head coach yet? Yeah. Right? It doesn't mean you're not ready you're not a good coach. It doesn't mean you don't, have, you're not, you don't have a great offensive mind, defensive mind. But, like, what are the things... And, again, now, this is a rhetorical question more than anything. Like, what are those things that are like, hey, like, you're just not ready to be a head coach yet? Yeah. Like, what are the, what are the things that fall into that bucket? No, that's fair. Right? And um, I think that clock management is one of them. Absolutely no, I, I agree with you. Again, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm oh, just, and I'm not I'm saying just, that you are. I'm just yeah. you know, talking in fruition here. Yep. Uh, next game I got before we get to the Monday night game is uh, Atlanta at Seattle. I think we go out there and beat the shit out of the Seahawks. Fucking better. I, I just because again we've hung in there with two solid teams. We're going to play a team that is not solid, and we need I, we need to win this game. I think for the confidence of the locker room, for everyone to feel good and have some momentum going into the next couple of weeks. We need to beat Seattle. We need it. And you guys so have a good I, enough roster. Oh, absolutely. And I think, again, guys made plays last weekend that should give them some confidence coming into this game that they can hang with people. So I, I think we beat Seattle. I think, I think we honestly beat the crap out of them. Where's it at? It's in Seattle. You guys win that game. Yeah. You guys absolutely should win that game. I think that <clears throat> you look at the way that Seattle played Denver and Seattle. Mm-hmm. Again, there's a lot of, like, emotion. Russell Wilson and things like that coming through. But, like – they played good there. Mm-hmm. Those fans were so fucking loud again. Like, yeah. it's gonna be a hard place to play. Sure, Atlanta wins that game. They should win it handedly. Yeah, but man, Seattle and Seattle, it's always tough. Monster. It's always a tough monster. place to play. Yeah, 
And then we got the Monday night game, Dallas at New York. I'm taking the Giants. Wow. I'm taking the Giants in this game. I think Saquon looks good. He looks so good. I think Daniel Jones is not turning the ball over. He's not fucking it up. So that's all you need to do. Just it's don't fuck manager. this up. How yeah. do they find like another Eli Manning? They do. I mean, I'm going to be clear. I think Eli was terrible. I don't think Eli was a good quarterback. I think he got carried by some really good rosters, like some really good teams. Yes! But a couple of the Super Bowls, they didn't have great rosters. But they had the two components you need to win a football game. Good run game, and they had the best defensive line on the field. In both of those games, they had Strahan, OCU, Manura, and um, the third guy is escaping me who it was. I can't remember his name. But anyways. cool face mask. That was that was Tuck Tuck. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, but that that D line is so good. You didn't need to blitz Tom Brady. You could just rush for it and they'll get there. And now you have more guys in coverage. You can make more plays in coverage. They had the right makeup to beat those Patriots he's teams. Manager, dude. I'm not he is. He's, he's not a fucking Hall of Famer by any means. No, no. I, I'm just saying. Like I, I when you say like where are they, they going to find the next Eli Manning? It's like fucking <clears throat> anywhere. Draft you mis- somebody. I think you misunderstood me. Actually, <laughs> I didn't say find the next Eli Manning. I said they're good at finding an Eli Manning. Okay, okay, okay. Right, like I thought so you said like, where are they going to find the next one? I'm like, God, anybody? Just no, fucking it, pick a quarterback. It just sounds <laughs> like because like, that's essentially like what Eli was. I thought you yeah. know I, I feel like he's a, he's like a great a great game manager mm. that understood the game big picture. Yeah, smart guy. Yeah, he like the physical tools. Yeah, he under, he understood the game enough to be like, okay, I can't fuck this up. Yeah, but and I think that's where Daniel Jones is. I yeah. think that he has got a, a little bit more athletic ability. Yeah, but that's what I was saying is like I think they found like a, they found their next Eli. Eli. Yeah, and I think I that's think, what I was getting. At. Sorry for the mis- no, it's okay. I thought this mean by mishearing you, but I think uh, no, no, no. For the I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, had to do it. Had to do it. <laughs> had to do it one more time. But I think for the Giants, I think they win this game. They're riding a lot of momentum. They've been playing good football. They've been playing really well. They've won two games that I don't think they should have won. Um, they won last week, right? Yeah, I don't know who they played, though. I forgot. Cleveland. Yeah. No, they didn't play Cleveland. No, that was Jets. Uh, Carolina. Yeah, they played Carolina. I thought Carolina was going to win that game, So, and they beat Tennessee in week one. So they, I, I think they've won a couple of games. I don't necessarily think they should have won, but like they, they won squeakers. I think with Cooper Rush being at quarterback for Dallas, I think they win. I think I don't think they're going to put up enough points. I think, I, th- I think that the Giants will. Who you got? Oh, you don't know. I picked gonna... Dallas. I picked okay. Dallas. Um, I like that we have like five or six games on here that are different this week. Yeah, we had a couple of different ones. Time to make some progress. One of us. One of us. Uh, one of us is making progress. Other one. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I picked Dallas. Um, I think New York's playing good football. I still think they got a lot of pieces. I mean, again, they they beat two teams that. At the beginning of the season, we're like, man, like those teams should be pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Again, now we're looking at it like, well, those teams, neither one of those teams are really that great. Um, yeah. Carolina, was there was a lot of question marks because of who was playing quarterback. Sure. But, like, Tennessee was supposed to be good this year. Right? I mean, like, they're supposed I to I never thought that. They were, I mean, not, like, great, but, like, they have, like, they were returning almost a whole roster. In the last two years, they've dominated their division. They were number one seed. Like, yeah. they, they, they were that team, right? And so, like, I think... New York is still New York. I still think yeah. they got a lot of pieces. I mean, you compare them a lot. To, I compare them a lot to the Jets. The only saving grace that they have right now is Saquon's playing fucking out of his mind. Yep. And actually, I don't want to say out of his mind because I think it's like he's playing what he's capable of playing. Um, but yeah, I, I picked Dallas. I think Dallas looked good uh, Monday night. Yeah, because I mean, the only thing that, that slightly makes me want, like <laughs> question that pick for myself, picking the Giants, is Micah Parsons. That man's an absolute fucking animal. Yeah, but it's, I mean, <clears throat> yeah. Like he actually destroyed the Bengals. Like, like he alone beat the Bengals last week. 
Because he just wrecked them. But I agree. All right, fuckers. That is our week three picks here. Is that the new sign on sign off? Connor, fuckers. Because he's been doing it. Feels good. <laughs> feels feels fucking right. I have to pee. Okay. So. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate you all. This was Hanging Out for Your Life. My name is Chris. I'm Daniel. And we'll see you all next week. Do, 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 do.